Pritchard, and you're listening to the Orient Outlook Podcast. Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook Podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good friend, my South Stand chum, my co-drinking bearded Lejande, <laughs> Mr. Paul Levy. Thank you very much indeed. Welcome back. Thanks, good buddy. to have you back. Graham was fantastic. You, you, you know, he didn't uh, didn't let you down. He done you proud. And uh, good, welcome back. It's great to be here. Uh, met the little one today. She's Fantastic and beautiful as always, so well done to you and Sarah on that. Hello everybody, welcome back to episode number 43 of the Orient Outlook podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us this week and always just to update on our Twitter account. We've now pushed 1,675 um, Twitter followers, um, so that, that's fantastic. Still finding Orient followers, a few stragglers that we don't know who they are, but you know, generally uh, Orient fans are, are following us, which is fantastic. Uh, we know there's more out there, so um, kids, you're going back to school soon. I uh, don't mean to sound that as demeaning as that might sound, but going back to school, going back to college, meeting new people, tell them about us and get them following us and always include at Orient Outlook, which is our Twitter handle uh, for a retweet and involvement in conversation. We're on Instagram as well, as always, Orient underscore Outlook underscore podcast is who we are. And you can contact us by email if you're not on social media, because I know there are Loads of you out yep. there that aren't on social media, but you have email access, so that's orientoutlook at outlook.com. Yeah, very good. Um, before we start, I, I would just personally like to say a big thank you to all the well wishers, kind tweets and emails yeah. in regards to my new arrival. It's quite humbling, really. You yeah, know, people lovely. I've never met tweeting me and emailing. Just fantastic. So if you tweeted us or myself. Just goes to show you what a family we are, really, doesn't it? One people big. that you've not yeah. met, like Absolutely. even saying like, well done. They don't. No one has to. Yeah. But just because people are good people and we're part of one family, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Hashtag Honestly. one big Orient family. So yeah, thank you for that. That was much appreciated. Absolutely. Uh, listens this week. So thank you to everybody. Um, if you've gone on holiday and taken us with you, or got on the Wi-Fi in that in your hotels or wherever you've been in France, America, Norway, Turkey. Mexico, Ireland, uh, a new one for us is Egypt, and there were five, five downloads in Egypt, Spain, Italy, Canada, Malaysia, Switzerland, uh, Korea, uh, and Greece uh, as well. So uh, thank you for taking us on your holidays and packing us in your suitcase, yeah. much appreciated. Absolutely. We also got to number two in the Podomatic Amateur Chart on download, so again, thanks for downloading it and listening, unbelievable. For those of you who don't know, iTunes, it's fed by third-party uh, uh, sites. So, for example, Podomatic is the one that we use. So, thank you to everybody, uh, as Steve says, for making us number two. Just yep. one behind the uh, some Arsenal podcast. Mm. <laughs> no one likes that. So, last week I wasn't here, but Paul was with us. Superb co-host in Graham Levy. So yep. Episode 42 was great. A few of your reviews that we received. Firstly, from at Glenn, LOFC, who said... Great podcast again, lads. Totally agree with your choice of Blair Turgut, who was here of the week. Um, one of the best goals I've seen at Brisbane Road. And a great job by Atmish Marshon coming on as sub. Nice one. I like that. Yeah, coming on as a sub. Wicked. At David Reichard, 80. Great podcast, guys. Although you missed a certain at Dean underscore seven Cox when talking of performance of the week. Two assists and one goal. Yeah, it, it's going to be one of those that's going to be a real tough season now because you're going to credit someone and yep. miss someone out. But they're all good. I think Dino will end up winning it sooner rather than later. So yeah, it's just question of when for him, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And at, we try to keep it balanced, sorry. Absolutely. As well. At Ben LOFC, said super podcast lads. 
Great listening for my commute to work. I definitely agree with Blair Turger as star man of the week. Yeah, particularly as he comes on as a sub and to have that impact and get Absolutely. man, you know, uh, hero of the week. At the Authentic Gaz, great podcast again. Uh, shame there's only going to be one victory to talk about in the next one. Yep. Getting greedy now, Gaz. Absolutely. Screed. After last season where it was two defeats per week. <laughs> getting a bit spot now. Um, at Steve Cab 121 said it's Monday and it's raining but the podcast and the league table make it a happy day yeah amen uh, yeah. at Sam Harbour 97 said another great listen in answer to Graham's question I only bought the trainers in the summer well it's a good purchase yeah so Sam's Sam, yeah, talking about his lucky trainers yeah yeah, yeah. in last week's show that we read it out so we suggested that he should have worn them all last season or I think and I know, he, I know he wore them yesterday I know yeah. want to write for him keep um, wearing them Sam at smudge underscore LOFC uh, tweeted us a photo and said weather is great shows are great and the O's are doing great what more could you want up the O's thanks for your tweet I think you was on a holiday in Turkey somewhere so thanks, for, thanks for doing that at SS Orion 1879 enjoyed podcast today but six marks for Paul McCallum and Jay Simpson bit mean you win games by scoring and both did up the O's I'll cover that later yeah fair point fair point uh, yeah um, at John Macca 1977 said as ever fantastic can't believe the great feeling around our club again. It's all about keeping the momentum. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that, John. I think that's one thing that Hendon has done superbly. The feel-good factor is back at Brisbane Road. It's something we lacked badly last season. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, At Boatsy, great podcast, guys. Reckon at Stevie Nurse has some competition. Yeah. I think he does. Always makes you raise your game. Yeah, Always absolutely. makes you raise your game. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you on your toes. At Four Bowler, it's a great podcast as always. Best regards from Iceland. Nice so one. if you listened last week, there was an interview with Four Bowler. Um, telling you about how he got to sport in the Orient from Iceland great interview really great seems like a really good chap and you'll notice that it cut in in between in that yeah. uh, that's my fault because I lost myself when I was about to ask him a question right. forgot paused it and then came back yep. in so we don't edit it's all done live off the cuff yeah so mistakes do happen yeah. at Farmy1917 said love Thor Bowler interview uh, sorry loved at Thor Bowler interview recently found the O's and I too feel they're a more real club to support than the Prem would be so so welcome, Farmy. Don't yeah. know where you are or how you found us. Perhaps you wanna wanna let us know. Yeah, absolutely. At TCW zero one zero two said another great podcast. Uh, like the O's, you are going with each game. Work ahead, but start planning for the promotion show. I say <laughs> what the promotion show is going to just be one it's big be party. Epic, epic, epicness. absolutely epic. Yeah. <laughs> At Gould Howard, uh, welcome uh, to the show, Howard. Uh, very, very good guy. Absolutely. Uh, at the Late Orient Trust, does a lot of great work. Said nice podcast, fellas. Love the seesaw pron- uh, pronunciation of Turgot and Turgo. Well, one has to be right. It's actually got. So and it's Blair Turgot. Yes, that's how we're going to say it. We you are going to pronounce Turgot, it. I say Turgot. Brilliant. Turgot. 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 Let's <laughs> just call him Blair. <laughs> that was a brilliant tweet that you done Thanks, there. Thanks, I was, I was, I was really laughing at that. Well done. At Kevin Cowlin said, another excellent podcast, guys. Agree about Coxie, who deservedly won man in a match in supporters club for mm. the Stevenage game. Fair enough. At Spenno011, great listening as usual. Makes my domestic chores go by ever so quickly. I know other people in the South Stand do their chores while listening to us, so I'm glad we help make the time go by quicker. Absolutely. Whether you're doing chores, <laughs> going to work, you're on holiday, you're sitting in your bedroom in your pants, you're sitting in your front room in your well, suit. Steady on. Just just, just listen, that's what we want. Yeah. Uh, at Reedy at QB9, uh, made a point about Newport's second go- goal who said, uh, no, James doesn't close down at all, but he looks straight down Chizak's throat from 25 yards and it should be saved. Okay. 
Yeah, fair point. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. Two should be uh, responsible for that. At King Baggy King said, Ace coverage of what happened at the game and of fans' views. Love it as much as being at the game. Awesome nice tweet. One. Thank you very Great much. Tweet, yeah. yeah. At Giorgio Irwin 77 said, Thank you for making a seven hour car journey slightly more bearable. Great episodes, lads. Best way of keeping up to date from abroad. Be back in London in time for Saturday's match. Hope yeah. you enjoyed it, Giorgio, and thanks for getting back in touch. 40 minute podcast don't really touch the sides of a 7 hour car journey so well played fair play Mate, to you Lisby part 1 Lisby part 2 Vince Lowe Lockwood McLeish part 1 McLeish part 2 <laughs> it's got loads you can all, the the all the catalogue all the catalogue at George Sessions another good podcast by the Orient Outlook guys have a listen George thank you and thanks for covering the O's as well as you do absolutely I, I always enjoy reading absolutely. your interviews thank you at Matt underscore Dinah so great to hear how foreign fans start following the club uh, turn the phone off next time you're doing a podcast though lads sorry yeah agreed that was a sorry. rookie error from our new signing I think uh, so I don't yeah. think it was me no <laughs> uh, speaking of foreign signings foreign signings foreign fans we'd love to hear from more foreign fans like the at Four Bowler interview about how you got to follow the O's from abroad yeah. how many games you come to we just find it really interesting and it's a great way of integrating uh, foreign fans with yeah. fans over so, here. Uh, there are regular li- uh, downloads yeah. from like Malaysia, Korea, Mexico, uh, Mexico yeah. France. Uh, I know obviously you're audience in France, but there are several. Yeah. So it'd just be really good to hear from yeah. people. Yeah, uh, get in please, so get in touch. Yeah. Uh, then at LOSCC, which is a Leighton Orient uh, supporters cricket club, said great pod. Uh, any O's fans interested in playing on Sunday cricket? Playing Sunday cricket next year to contact them through the website, which is L-O-S-C-C. That's Lima, Oscar, Sierra, Charlie, Charlie, for those of you that want it phonetically, <laughs> dot com. Brilliant. L-O-S-C-C dot com. So get in touch if you're interested in, in playing a bit of cricket and representing yeah. the Leighton Orient Supporters Club. Yeah, if you like cricket and you like Orient, that sounds like a dream, a dream, <laughs> dream combo. Yeah. Yeah. We also had an email from Chris Woods, who uh, emailed us, they just had a Sunday of five podcasts to catch up. Well, that's a lot. Um, I got too despondent last year to listen at the end of the season. Yep, don't blame you. Looks like we have we have most of the things needed for a successful season. We've got spirit, team play, manager who wants to succeed, owner who shows he cares, and obviously players who want to play for the club. I just hope Orient can keep up the good play and results deep into the long season. Yeah. Yep, thanks for email, Chris. That, yeah. yeah. So, just to cover... Um, I spoke to Cliff about his, his point scoring and, and his point was that a game is played over 90 minutes, not just the, for the one minute of flair that they might have. And whilst goals equals potentially points, assuming you don't concede, you know, if all you do is that and against Newport, we were under the cosh for large periods of the game. And obviously if you've got one or two that aren't doing what they're meant to be doing as well as they're meant to be doing it, then it kind of it kind of sort of lowers the score a bit. So potentially, on the other hand, if they'd have been a bit better, he'd have scored them better. But perhaps he was a bit stingy on some of the points. They could have been a, a point or half a point higher. But football is one of those things that divides opinion. And that's half the fun of doing this podcast. 100% um, agree, yeah. So he'd done the ratings last week. For, for some of the away games that we can't get to, we'll be asking for more people's views yeah, and yeah. player ratings. You know, to be honest, I thought, clear, I thought Simpson, maybe just for how good that goal was to serve the seven... But I only saw 30 seconds on TV. Yeah. And Cliff saw the other 89 and a half minutes, whatever it was. So, fair play. But yeah, if you go into any away games and you want to give us ratings, please get in contact. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Um, So, the week that was, so Sunday 23rd of August, because the podcast went out early. You got out midday, didn't you? We did. So, throughout the day, uh, happy 33rd birthday to Alan Dunn. Yeah. Good signing so far. Very good. Very, very, very good. 
uh, replacement for, for Valdry, yep. uh, as it turned out to Excellent. be yesterday. And there's a picture, somehow, of an Orient <laughs> fan uh, in Beijing um, as Usain Bolt had won his race. He was at the crowd, and this, this guy, I don't even know who he is. Um, yeah. I'm sure I saw it on the message board, yeah. I think, but credit to the club who sort of got, got wind of this and sort of pounced on it straight away. And I think the Football League paper also picked up on it and tweeted it. So it's nice to get some positive coverage of it as well. But if anybody knows who this guy is, I'd love to speak to this guy. I'd love yes. to have a conversation with him get and him find out how he's got that shirt. And, uh, not how he's got the shirt. He's probably on, on, on his holiday or something or he's gone out there. I, I, I don't know. we just love to hear from him. Yeah. And, and if anyone does know who he was... Because he's not a face that I recognise, no, so um, I'd love to know. It's a great photo as well. He looked absolutely delighted that he looked amazing. Usain had won. Usain Bolt was giving him the thumb on. <laughs> like, come on, son, jog on. While the steward was saying, look, you shouldn't be here, fella. Yeah, also on Sunday, <coughs> LOSC chairman David Dodd got married. Um, congrats to him and his new wife, Maureen. Top man, David. Yeah, top man. Brilliant guy. And all the best for the future, and, mate. Yeah, wish you very much a, a lifetime of happiness together. So, yeah. Monday the 24th of August, Alec Chisak was reflecting on the Newport match with uh, our friend George Sessions. Yeah. And the main thing, that, and he says uh, in that interview, the main thing from the gaffer at half-time was disappointment after going 2-0 up and starting well. We just took our foot off the pedal and didn't play the way he wanted us to. We conceded two goals, which isn't good, but we had to dig in there and we'll be, there will be more games like this further on in the season where we will have to dig in again. I think generally we just needed to finish the game off in the first half because we were 2-0 up and we at least needed to hold on to a 2-0 win but couldn't do that. We did get all three points though, so we're happy. I think it's a great sign that after being 2 up and getting pegged back to 2 all, we didn't manage to get the third goal because we're all Orient fans and typically in old Orient world, once we get pegged, get pegged back to 2 all you probably know the next goal was normally going to go against you. Against you, yeah. And that's so, the thing, you go 2-0 up too early, you blow your tanks and before you know it, you're losing 3-2. <laughs> but that's... You know, all your energy yeah, yeah. and all your effort and endeavour's yeah. gone in that. But, you know, it, we are going to lose a game at some point. And we're not going to do an Arsenal. So yeah. it's just a question then of how we bounce back Absolutely. and how we're responding in games at the moment. This is probably post-match analysis, I should probably say for later. But yeah. just as an observation is that sometimes we are being pegged back, but Absolutely. we're overcoming that, absorbing it, and then... yeah. Punishing people. Absolutely. So, Hendon added to that. Yeah, Hendon also had to say about the Newport game, uh, it is important we rest the players. We've got a small squad and it's been the same starting team for every league game. So the rest will be as important as the training this week. We'll get down to work on Bristol Rovers as soon as we get the scout report on Monday. I have to say, being able to pick the same starting 11 four times is down to the fitness of the players and the work we did over the summer. Uh, one or two did look a bit tired at Newport. So we have a timely break now this week. We can rest them now and hopefully come back all guns blazing against Bristol Rovers. Love that. Yeah, I mean, I love the way Hendon talks. I've said that before on previous podcasts. Yeah. I also love the fact that Jed Searson, Searson, who is the Chief Scout, obviously watches the opposition on the Saturday before we play him. Yeah. Um, and then on a Monday morning, he's obviously speaking to Hendon and then Hendon will start planning after he gets his scout report for the next match. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a good thing that the team starts with the same 11. It's good for consistency and the players will all get to develop together and understand each other's game. Yeah. Um, exactly uh, what happened two years ago where you could literally name that 11 as Slade always wanted yeah. if they were available. And it didn't matter that we got scouted because we'd always overcome whatever objection was put in the way and absolutely. Russ might have tweaked it or the player yeah. would, have, would have tweaked it. So absolutely. yeah, 100%. It's absolutely brilliant that we're back yeah. to being a proper football club now and scouting, yep. unlike last season. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Leighton Orient Trust announced that former player Peter Kitchen, so those of you who have been supporting the O's for... Uh, a fair period of yep. time we'll know who he is and probably had the pleasure of watching him play he basically attended the launch of a new walking football programme which is starting in September
September. It's aimed at men and women over the age of 50. For more info on that, please check out latenorient.com, uh, which is the Orient website. So um, if you're over 50 uh, and I think can probably get or live in the Waltham Forest or near it, yep. you can get to it on a, th I think it's a Thursday. I'd love to do that. Um, I'd like to do that as well. Fifteen years, mate. Fifteen, fifteen years, mate. You top yeah. goal scorers, top goal scorers, <laughs> yeah. podcast. I might lose myself and just run. Um, also, and then, yeah, yeah. Also, Monday, shoot uh, magazine. We've been around for years. I remember I buying those magazines kid. in the eighties. Yeah. Shoot and match. Um, shoot announced that their Sky Bet League Two goal of the weekend was scored by none other than Jay Simpson. Um, and the previous week, it was scored by Dean Cox. So two for two for Orient. Some great goals being scored at the moment. We'll come to that right at the Some end of the really show. Some really epic goals, actually. There's going to be tough, you know, end-of-season videos as the goals of the season. Yep. But uh, Tuesday the 25th of August now, um, the campaign for an inquiry into the Olympic Stadium fast for West Ham goes national yep. with over 22,000 signatures already. More football club trusts have joined in the campaign, including Manchester United. Yeah, that was... 22,000 was when I wrote that on Tuesday, Tuesday. so it's probably gone up by quite a few thousand at this point. And I know cl other clubs such as Chelsea have come to the table, yeah. Tottenham are already on it, I think Arsenal are now Arsenal, on it. Yeah. So all the big London clubs, and you know, it's an absolutely fair point. I'm not jealous of West Ham for having that stadium. Let them have it, I've got no interest it, in but, that. But our bones and the main, the main gripe now is because the, the country. Pay. Forget absolutely. us as Leighton Orient, as absolutely. a taxpayer. I'm helping to fund a stadium for a team that's in the Premier League yeah. who are ostensibly getting 120 million quid yeah. for a commercial deal. Yeah. Like, and they're only spending 15 million or 20 million Absolutely. to do the yeah, human yeah. thing up. It's, it's, yeah. it's outrageous. So if you haven't already done so, please sign the petition and share it with all the friends and family that you know via Twitter, Facebook, and let's get it to 100,000 signatures so that it can be raised actually uh, in, in, in Parliament in front of the Prime Minister and, and all the senior politicians. And um, if you're not, if you haven't seen it already there are three facebook groups there's fantasticos coming your woes away days and actually a group dedicated to this it's called stand up for the orient yeah and if you go to the at pandemonium twitter account the petition will be all over that but yeah if you haven't signed it, it yeah, yeah if you haven't signed it sign it because it's a very worthy course yeah uh wednesday 26th of august hendon and i love this quote which is why it's made it onto the podcast said on the squad they all want to play for this football club they all want to play for me and they all want to play for each other so it's a good place to be at the moment that is an amazing quote. I love that. Um, you couldn't say that of last season at Never. any point. Um, so brilliant that he's coming out with stuff like that. And also, it was interesting, he had this to say on his subs against Newport. We took Lloyd James off because we were concerned with Newport going free at the back and their wing-backs were getting out too easily. So we tried <coughs> to stick someone in front of them. And then he said he put Coxie out on the left and Turgot out on the right and went with two in the middle um, as we felt Newport supply was coming from the wide areas rather than down the middle so we tried to block them up a bit so for me that shows that Hendon is tactically astute and he's reacting to things on the pitch as they are happening straight away and not leaving it too late in the game to change it up unlike Slade not to have a dig at him but Slade would leave it yeah. and just let it all play out whereas at least he's, he's well, combating this Slade Liverani you played out uh, he doesn't even come into it. <laughs> but, but Slade Slade doesn't you know, Slade would have just let it play out. I feel like I'm st slowly starting to fall in love with being Hendon. He wears a nice suit. He's tactically astute. I, I could be with him. Yeah, he talks He talks the talk and at the moment we're walking the walk. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but let's see, you know, if and when we do lose, let's see how yes. we bounce back from it. That, because it's that, easy to talk absolutely. like this when, you're, when you are yes. winning, but what's the deal when you're not playing yes, so well Lee. or the other teams are combating what you're doing? Absolutely, Mr Levy. So... You thought side beat Gillingham 5-1 in a behind-closed-doors friendly. There's Obviously, you don't need three guesses to work out how that 
match came about. Yep. Um, it was a friendly. Uh, we had a hat trick from Scott Cashkit and other goals uh, contributed by Adebayejo and Moncur. Report on the club website mentions lots of good play during the game. So, really got to say, congratulations and well done to Andy Edwards and his scouting team for bringing in these players. And it's a really, really actually exciting time for the U side because you've got Ling, Moncur, Cash get all on the bench. Yeah, yeah, you've got Adebayejo who seems to be scoring a wazoo, who I think he's got six and four now after Arusu. Saturday. Christian Arusu. I'll tell you yeah. what, did you see him smashing it? <laughs> Smashing it with the Utes. <laughs> uh, You're so down with the kids. I know. Mate, the kids of Walton Mate, Forest. two year old and, a, and an eight day old. I, I know what like the kids that. want. I know what the kids want. Like that. Uh, <laughs> Thursday, 27th of August. Happy 22nd birthday to Mr. Matt Bristow, Miss Matt Bristow, who goes on Twitter at Matt Bristow, lifelong fan and author of one of the most detailed Orient Report sites at <laughs> footballanalyst.net. We saw him yesterday and wish him happy birthday. Absolutely, yeah. Top man. Yeah. Uh, Friday the 28th of August, Sammy Moore uh, was interviewed and he highlighted the ethos and togetherness within the club by saying, it's the best togetherness I've had since being involved within football. We're a really tight-knitted bunch. Uh, sorry, we're a really tight-knit squad and taking, it on the, uh, and taking it on the pitch. You see in training we have banter but work our socks off uh, on the pitch as well. Great, great. So really, really echoing... You know what other people are saying. It's not just yep. you know one person saying it. it you know everybody recognizes that. Yeah, and as expected, finally Shane Lowry leaves the club. Yeah. No me. love lost there. Uh, after being quite a big signing for us last summer, he was one of the big four, I would say, he on was. the big wages. Yeah. Um, he was really just disappointing, and I felt probably as did you. His heart never really seemed to be in it. You know, played oh, him left well. back. He didn't really take off there and played him at centre back and He's a, he was a better left be better centre better back than he was a left back, back. Yeah. Uh, but he was a Slade signing yeah. and Slade brought him in and then left So and then you get left with Mauro and yeah, yeah. Liverani so you probably never saw the best of him yeah I mean um, I think, I think I we all knew some of the abuse he got was probably a bit unnecessary yeah. I mean I, we all know right, it didn't work out so you later move on it's yeah. football it's what happens we all know it was coming good to get him off the wage bill because he was on a, probably a pretty packet one down one to go absolutely <laughs> absolutely also straight after probably unsurprisingly we signed uh, Liverpool defender Joe Maguire on a one month youth loan deal but we've got an extension option he's primarily a left back but can play across the back four um, and I think the signing's down to having Alex Inglethorpe as Liverpool's yeah, youth coach because yeah. he knows Hendon well yeah, and that might that saying. might build bridges for a good relationship with Liverpool I'd love to see more uh, young Liverpool yeah. kids coming through that'd be amazing well, Alex Inglethorpe used to work at Tottenham so yeah. the fact he's now gone to Liverpool under Brendan Rodgers is a good thing he's probably got connections at Spurs as well yeah absolutely um, but, 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 but also I think we'll probably see Joe play if you go to Luton on Tuesday yes I absolutely. think he'll probably play yeah. and give give uh, sure short rest, rest. Yeah. Yeah. Joe had to say I was with the first team in pre-season obviously talking about Liverpool and it is about getting some more experience when I heard a team like Leighton Orient were in for me then I jumped at the chance so we're, we're happy with that really yeah happy. yeah saying the right things whether yeah. it means it or not I don't know but it's a good signing I think uh, really I wasn't that overly I haven't been overwhelmed by Shaw yeah. so it'd be interesting to see how he performs now when he's got someone on his back absolutely chasing for his face well yesterday yep. so he did play well yesterday so then on Friday evening um, it was announced uh, that there's a new Leighton Orient uh, ladies football team and they're going to compete this season in London and South East Regional League Premier Division the third tier of women's football pyramid the development comes after Orient and KIKK United <laughs> agreed that KIKK would be rebranded and represent the O's yeah, I don't know what KIKK stood for but don't know at least it's not KKK <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Alessandro, uh, who's obviously everyone knows the CEO, yeah. said, we're very pleased to be able to help promote the further development of women and girls' football, and we hope to establish Orient as a force in the women's game as well as the men's. And I have to say that Notts County have a decent side. Decent what ladies team, yeah. Decent yeah. ladies team is obviously Arsenal is probably the most famous one of the lot, but there are plenty. There is yeah, a good, absolutely. good standard of ladies football. So absolutely. going on, it can only be a good thing for Leighton Orient, and obviously yeah. it will engage more women to kind of you know get involved, get involved in sport and, and and Orient in particular. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that leads us on to yesterday, Saturday, twenty ninth of August in the morning. The under 18s beat Dagenham and Redbridge four 0 with goals from Alzate Awuzu again, which is six and four. Uh, Adebayo again he scored the other day against Ginningham and two Charlie and Barker well done lads another yeah, 4 nil. love it smashing it with you <laughs> Paul's cracked that's all I carry on uh, so it. on Saturday we had Bristol Rovers at home they were, when we played them they were 4th in League 2 and if they would have avoided defeat that would have been a whole calendar year without an away loss it's impressive so, impressive I know Very they've impressive. only just come up from the conference but either way you look at that a whole year without an away defeat it's yeah. pretty decent whatever level you play at yeah 100% agree it doesn't matter if you're non-league absolutely football league Premier League international absolutely yeah you know, if it was Arsenal everyone, or yes. Chelsea yeah, or United yeah. mean, the whole football world yep. proving themselves but team lined up there's no surprise here there's no changes Chisak in yep. goal uh, your back four were Shaw, Essen, Baudry and Clahessy. James, Pritchard, Moore and Coxfield out the midfield and McCallum and Simpson up front. Yep, subs were Charlie Granger, uh, Alan Dunn, uh, Joe Maguire making the bench, George Moncoyer, uh, Blair Turgot, Scott Cashkit and Ollie Palmer. Yeah, and Orient were playing more of a traditional 4-4-2 it seemed, with Cox on the left, Pritchard on the right... Uh, this was to prevent obviously Rovers coming out with the ball and again Hendon, Hendon scouting the opponents and being obviously tactically astute. Yeah, absolutely. 24 minutes. A bit fortunate I thought this one. Long ball into the box. I believe it was from James I think. Um, McCallum goes up with his man. A little push I would say. A little say. shove. At best. A little shove. McCallum yeah. straight down. Referee Bang. Straight away. Spot. Didn't even need to look at the linesman. Didn't even look at his I line. think there were occasions where McCallum was being fouled and wasn't getting yeah, it. Yeah. Like blatantly fouled. But this one was only just inside the box as yeah, well. So so first, I wasn't sure if, it, if he'd given a free kick just outside the area. It wasn't until, yeah, until the, the, the players were all yeah. surrounded him. So up stepped Lloyd James <clears> and we go one up. Again, James. All right, You're not sure, but you don't like these penalties straight down no, the middle. No, because he's, he's, he's not going straight down the middle. He's going like to a side but not putting it in the corner so he's completely relying on the keeper to go the other way before he's struck the ball um, he scored so I can't say anything that's two for two Yeah, for Lloyd James penalties well done mate only takes someone to scout it though to say look just stay there absolutely absolutely I think it gets a better keeper who stays on his line for a split second longer the keeper will save it, to it but, yeah. hey well done Lloyd James One yeah we'll take all the luck we're getting at the moment because yeah. we weren't getting it last season so yeah. on the stroke of half time Jay Simpson is fed the ball on the edge of the box, manages to twist and create a yard of space, which was absolutely fantastic. Brilliant work, yeah. I thought at that point that he'd actually fluffed it and he'd, he'd Taken done a this, too long. done that, yeah. yeah, and he'd lost the momentum. But he, he you know, fired his shot and it just went straight into the bottom right corner. It yeah. was absolutely fantastic. Great, Great euphoric moment, that. Really, really good. Uh, keeper got a hand to it. We, I think at the time, one or two said that he probably should have done a bit better. Good shot, though, by but, Simpson, and deserved the goal for his control of the ball and his twist and his turn. Yeah. But that, that's a class player. That's that's yeah. the difference between get you know League One and League Two, really. So Yeah, and in the build-up to that, there's some really good pressing of the ball earlier on. Great pressing from Shaw, Moore and McCallum in particular, who forced Bristol Rovers into the mistake, which got the ball to Cox, who played the ball over the top to Simpson. Yeah. So even though Simpson will take the plaudits for that, great build-up. Great build-up. And that, 
literally was on a strike at half time. So we went in at half time 2 0 and a rather comfortable half, I would say. Once the first goal went in, never really kind of felt that they were going to get an equaliser. No, me, but anyway. that said, they were playing, you know, I expected to see a lot of the football in the air from, from opposing teams, but actually a lot of teams have actually come and actually put the ball on the floor and tried to play it properly. Yeah. And I have massive respect for that, and I, I didn't have that level of respect for League Two teams, but actually the Decent managers are getting their players to put the ball on the floor and play it out. And I tell you what, there were a couple of times where Bristol Rovers... Uh, we're actually we're actually holding possession for it one, putting us under the cosh a bit actually. Yeah. I mean that first half, and you know, other I think their number nine had a shot in anger, but I yeah, think yeah. That, that that was pretty much it. I mean, they'll they'll <coughs> there's no way they'll get relegated. They'll easily be mid mid table. Mm. Um, so yeah, good little team there. Yeah, I agree. Attendance announced at five thousand seven hundred and seventy seven with just over a thousand away fans, one thousand and twenty three. Good away following effort, and very noisy. Very yeah, noisy. Very they were getting more than this in the conference. Yeah, well, fair play. Six and sevens in the conference. Yeah, fair play. So them. you know they're a well-supported side, and um, you know if we can just push our numbers up a little bit, that yep. would also be good. Um, yep. You know the pricing for bringing uh, youngsters through is actually Absolutely. really cheap, as as you know. Yeah. Uh, so Baldry came out early. We noticed doing a slight sort of fitness test. Um, he fouled it sadly. Um, yep. He was limping. You could tell quite visibly. Um, Alan Dunn replaced him at the start of the second half and thought he did really well actually I like Alan Dunn yeah, flexible flexible experienced could take his captain's armband if, if needs be so second half yeah. started and within a few minutes uh, cross onto McCallum's head just wide I mean if that had gone in I think we would have gone for about 4 or 5 nil. but yeah. as it stands uh, went over and we noticed that we changed our formation to more of a 4-5-1 which saw Simpson move to the right hand side and Pritchard go into the middle and we had loads of tweets about it, so I'll mention later. Simpson made absolutely two outstanding oh. defensive tackles oh. around the 55-minute marks of the hour. Yeah, something like that. Superb. <clears throat> and for me, great work ethic from Simpson. And that completely optimises what Leighton Iron have been about this season. It's, uh, I'll tell you what, I don't know how he got into that. I was thinking at the time, I was like, what the hell are you doing at the right-back, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where is, where is Hesse? But I'll tell you what, one of them was good. The second one was outstanding. And utterly, uh, utterly. Last ditch. Otherwise, the guy would have smashed yeah. the ball across the and put, place of goal and got a goal, potentially. And putting his body on the line as well. I mean, any time I get, I get smacked in the ball with a face, I'm on the floor, mate, for about five minutes. You know, Simpson proper throwing himself in front of those yeah. balls. Uh, uh, amazing, yeah. absolutely waxing. You can Brilliant. tell waxing lyrical how he was. So, on the seventy, I oh know a couple of good saves from Chisak just before uh, Jay Simpson got subbed. Yeah. Um, so to keep it a two 0 decent spell of pressure for Bristol Road. Yeah, well. that's so like playing well. Chisak. Yeah. That's it between having someone like Chisak in goal for me, and probably maybe harsh to say, but someone like Woods. Why would I have someone like Chisak? Yeah. Confident, competent, good, got down well. In particular, for one of the shots, saved with his legs, yeah, bowled it away. Really confident, and that instills confidence in your defence. Just brilliant. I, I love Chizak. Yeah, It'd be interesting to see how we get on when Chizak leaves for Australia. Yeah, interesting one to see whether Granger goes in goal or he or plays Woods, Woods in, goal. in goal. I mean, yeah. Granger's been on the sub bench and Woods hasn't, so you would presume Granger would be, but and then Woods it's a strange bench. one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. In- interesting, funny thing that how he's let not put Woods on yeah, the bench. Yeah, absolutely. Fair play. And then uh, on the 70th yeah. minute, Oli Palmer, as I say, on for my man of the match, yeah. Jay Simpson. Yeah. I think he's probably everyone's man Absolutely. of the match. Absolutely. 85th minute, uh, Pritchard came on for Turgot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just before full time, Bristol Rovers um, sort of had an effort go over the bar from four yards out following a corner from the left. Yeah. So, you know, they, they, they did try, they huffed and puffed, Good but team. obviously didn't come back, can't come to anything. So the match finished 2 0 yeah. to the Orient. 2 0 so, to the Orient, yeah. five from five, 15 points. <laughs> Congrats to at uh, are you, 
Farmy1917 at George Gurks, at LFC underscore Matos, at Elliot M. Byrne, at Pillar Oriental, at Steve James 41, at Tommy Tealeaf, and Orient Fan TV, who correctly predicted Orient would win the match 2 0 in yeah, our well Orient Outlook Prediction League. So at the moment, we have four leaders who are top of, the le- top of our Prediction League, uh, all on six points. Leading the way are at George Gurks, at Peter LRFC, at Simon Bernstein. Simon, you got to be in it to win it, mate. You didn't do yeah, it yesterday. Didn't do it, pal. Um, you be in it. And at Tommy Tealeaf, all on six points. So easy to play before a game. We'll tweet asking for predictions. At 12 o'clock, you do it. About you? midday if it's a Saturday. Yeah, just only league games as well. Twitter shop predictions, we do the rest. It's only correct score. We're not fussed about scorers. Although, if you get the correct scorer and a correct result, we do kind of. I think a bonus it. point might And maybe to be. bonus points will start coming into play. Absolutely. So, well done to you all. Yeah, so Ian Hendon said post match, a victory for us was the right result. It was a tough game, full blooded, and good team performance. Matt Baldry had a nasty cut on his ankle, so he'll definitely be out for Tuesday that's a shame but yep. you know not not the end of the world absolutely I'd rather right. have him fit for Saturday than play him Tuesday and Correct. get him on fit yeah him. so if we need to have players we have plenty of contacts out there so we can use the loan market if we have to I'm still interested in Jack Payne he was with us in the summer and settled in well so we'll have to see what happens there yeah um, what do you think thoughts so, so my thoughts of the match yeah it's pretty comfortable I thought for, for me as I say once we went two and a up I couldn't see us dropping another two goal lead not at home to Bristol Rovers um, lucky penalty mm. for me. Great goal from Simpson. Fought in midfield really well together, mm-hmm. as did the defence. Good subs again that you'd expect from Hendon. And he changed formation, what, a couple of times in that match. So really good. Uh, another clean sheet. Goals for the strikers. Good James penalty. Another three points. Yeah. Happy with that. Only negative for me is Baldry's injury, but it doesn't sound mega bad. No, it's bad not. enough to keep him out it's Tuesday, not. which is fine, yeah. but. Let it um, yes, absolutely. Your thoughts, mate? Well. Yeah, so, you know, I, again, I think echoing what, what, we've, what we've said throughout, I thought, you know, tactically I'm liking the fact that Hendon's making changes in the game. I haven't, up until yesterday, really been that impressed with Shaw and Moore. But yesterday, but, but yesterday I really was, and I think Shaw has just settled now. I think he was obviously coming from non-league football and that step up, because I think it was Dulwich Hamlet. You know, he stepped up and he's adjusted and, and it just took time. And I think... My expectation was probably a bit far ahead of what it should have been. Yeah, so yeah. I've reined that in, and, and I like what I see. And more does more does a lot of the stuff that goes unnoticed, um, and and I don't think I'd noticed that. So I thought, yes, oh, he yeah, doesn't yeah, really yeah, do yeah. much in a game. But actually, you know what? Other than that crossfield pass to Clahessy for the wonder goal for Turgot. Something I noticed. More, more is a bit of a workhorse. Yeah. And if you just watch him, he's chasing down every ball in that midfield. Him and Pritch. And he can enough player. Crossfield ball into yeah. the path of a right back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, McCullum's you know done quite well up front. Tries to win stuff. He's not that strong. I've seen. I don't think I'm probably being a bit harsh, but you know, I just like him to win a few more. And I think Coxie had a slightly quieter game yesterday. Yeah, than, I think Cox was carrying does. a slight injury. His hamstring, I, I think, was so. probably still giving him a bit of jit. But nonetheless, I'm absolutely thrilled that we are five for five. Um, yeah, I, I love it. I've got no complaints about us playing. I love the atmosphere at the ground, the game, people's hopes, yeah. expectations. I, I love it. Mate, I'm absolutely loving being an Orient fan at the moment. Only football league, seeing we're five wins from five. 100%. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm really annoyed that we're not getting more coverage. You go to the BBC Sport page and you look there... We're not. We 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 just mentioned like every other team. Like, but hold on a minute. We're the only team in the league that's got hundred percent record. I think there's I, no fanfare. There's nothing on the football league paper much. There's nothing on BBC. But I think knowing Ian Hendon, or not knowing Ian Hendon, but seeing the way Hendon's working, I think he'll quite enjoy not not having all that publicity. He'll just let it roll on. 
I suppose we quietly go about our business and, and, and keeps the pressure on. You, you would think that he will be an absolute shoe in for manager of the month that gets announced next week. Yes. Well, yeah, he has he's, to be. Well, he's won five from five. He yes. has to be, but you know as well as anyone that sometimes these well, awards don't go to Who else up. would it be? What, what other big managers are in this league? I don't know, but you know the FA are a bit strange and stuff like that. But you would expect Hendon to pick up that manager of the month. So you've done your player ratings. I've yeah. done mine. Yeah. We'll give them both and see if we vary. And if you agree or disagree, let us know. Let us know, yeah. It's, it's all opinion. So yep. I gave Chisak a seven because he was really untroubled apart from a couple of saves. I gave Chisak an eight, a clean sheet, and a few decent saves when he needed to. Okay. I gave Clahessi an eight. I agree with that, yeah. Uh, Essam, uh, I gave a seven. I Didn't gave... have much to do, but what he did do, he did well enough. I gave him an eight, clean sheet, centre forward in his pocket. Okay. Um, I gave Baldry a 6.5 because he only played half the match. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, I gave Shaw an 8 because yep. I thought he'd done really well yesterday. Yeah, me too. And I think that's a good sign if, the, if their right winger is being quiet. Not getting any supply in you got outside, yep. then you've got to thank the left back. Yep. Coxie, I gave a 7. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, perhaps a 6.5 because he was a bit quiet, but a 7 generally. Uh, Lloyd James, I gave a 6.5 too. Yeah, I gave him a seven, got a goal in there, and again, doing stuff like more, just working hard maybe, for the team. Maybe that's what it is, he's just doing other yeah. bits now. So, okay, uh, Pritchard, an eight for me. I gave him a 7.5. Uh, more, I gave an eight. I gave him an 8.5 for work, work these suckies off. Yeah, I, I can, I dig that, uh, that's cool. Uh, I gave uh, Jay Simpson a nine. Yep, so did I. Uh, I thought, I thought that was a great, like a, yeah, yeah. one of the most complete performances I've I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And McCallum, I gave a seven point five two. Yeah, I gave him a seven, and in subs you can just do yours. If you yeah, want. Turgot, I gave a six and six point five. Dunn a seven, and Palmer a seven. But that's based on the fact that they didn't really have much time on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, well, Turgot and Palmer didn't, but Absolutely. what they did do, they did well enough. Absolutely. So those were our thoughts, your thoughts. So this is for, taken from Matt Bristow's blog, and I thought this was a really great paragraph, which is why I wanted to read it. So he said, "The more." I see of Pritchard and Moore together. <laughs> Playing words, I like it. I think that they're really underrated players. Moore had his best game in a no-shirt, and before the season, Lloyd James would have been the first name on the team sheet in the middle of midfield. But at the moment, on evidence, James could be the one to be withdrawn or miss out. Although Moore and Pritchard may not have the ability for a defence-splitting pass, their ability to win the ball back, work rate and energy makes up for it. The combinations created between them create space for the likes of Cox, Simpson and McCullum to create chances. I think that is an amazing paragraph and I totally agree. Yeah. If Payne does come in, James, I think, is going to be the one fighting for his place and if you would have said that to anyone at the beginning of the season, you would have been called a madman. Delusional, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. It's bang on that. Very, very... Uh, uh, we mentioned the... Yeah, he does his blog. Does his blog. So have a look on that. He tweets it at Matt Bristow but also, we're actually really spoiled for blogs. Absolutely. Matt Simpson, um, who we're about to read a, a comment of his now, uh, he has a slightly more humorous approach yep. to it. Uh, his is a view from the West Stand, uh, and he's Westando on Twitter. He said, a game in which Orient couldn't have been more workmanlike if they'd played the entire 90 minutes drink, <laughs> drinking Tetley tea, bearing their bum cracks, and shouting sexist <laughs> insults at women. Genius, Such man. an analogy. Absolute genius. But yeah, um, like you said, there are loads of blogs. Uh, there's Elliot one by Burns Elliot and Byrne does one. There's Orient Blog, which is just starting up. There's about six or oh, yeah, seven. Orient Sorry if we haven't mentioned the rest. There are, but this is just... About five. Then, yeah, we haven't got any noted. So 
Well worth reading your own blogs and obviously with all the different podcasts and the fan scenes, it's never been on it's a never better been, time. Yeah, absolutely. Better time. So on Twitter, your views at Richie J Bourne. So Jay Simpson's quality in both boxes, but credit to the whole team for the fight and efforts. At Cockney Pirate seventy two, excellent team display. Thought Sammy Moore was very good. At TCW0102 said Exeter, Cambridge, Wickham and Northampton for us to beat the record. Hashtag why not? Yep. Yeah, At Trevor Giblin thought team spirit exemplified by Simpson getting back to make two tackles deep in his own half. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. At Lock Robert 5 said the hero should be our manager, the backroom staff and the players all together for each other. Yeah, that's a very good point, Robert. Uh, at Rob, MCC68, Hero of the Week, Simpson for me. Not just the goal, but the chasing back. Amazing tackle uh, in the right-back slot in the second half. Yeah. There's two of them. And that's what I was talking about last year. When I went, we were getting beat. No one was making those kind nah. of challenges. And, no, I wanted to. Yeah, Everyone absolutely. was injured, and I used that with the inverted speaker <laughs> At Len, M4, said, good game. Stayed strong when they fought back in a real team effort. Pritchard and Simpson had great games. At David Lloyd, at David Twelve, Lloyd said a real team performance. Probably should have got a third, and the ref was something else. Yeah, we had a lot of tweets about the ref. There'll be Being a few more poor, coming up. Yeah. yeah. At El Swallow seventy four, just said Simpson, great finish, and his tackling back was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. agree with you there, Lee. Uh, at football, CJW, ref was awful. Man of the match for me has to be Jay Simpson. A goal and two potentially crucial interventions at the other end well they weren't potentially crucial they were crucial absolutely at Big John Hayes said the ref was here of the week for me made a lot of great calls that was a sarcastic tweet yeah, yeah. Uh, at Leighton James too another great performance what a difference what a difference a season makes yep at the authentic Gaz said without a shadow of a doubt Jay Simpson was man of the match today a great goal and some amazing last ditch tackles yeah at Joe Watts 9 first 45 was solid second half we dug in as a unit and solidified the two goal lead hero Simpson by far zero the ref <laughs> yeah at Met- Matty LOFC Evans so Jay Simpson Connacht SM and Fraser Shaw look unbeatable and unplayable great start no reason we can't go undefeated I tell you, if we go undefeated one our livers will be absolutely devastated and I don't two, think it's just ours. And two, we'll throw one of the greatest Orient parties you've ever seen if we go the whole season undefeated. Yeah, all right. Yeah? Yeah. At Paul's house. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, uh, Leighton Stadium, <laughs> E10, 5NF. Uh, at Giorgio Irwin, 77, fullbacks at class, got great shape and tactics and goals in this team. Hendon has worked out a few ways this team can work. Diamond formation working for Pritchmore and Cox, great management. Yeah, at Kevin Cowlin, said great start and team performance today. Jay and Sammy Moore, both man in the matches for me. Immense. Hendon has built togetherness amazingly. Yeah, I agree at, with that. Yeah, at Rob underscore Nez underscore Scythe. Hashtag we are top of the league. 100% start for, after five games is nothing to ignore. Sending a real message to League Two. Yeah, at Taser Junior. Said about as solid as I've ever seen us at the back. Even with a baldry injury. Can't believe, can't believe the start we've made, if I'm honest. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. I think no Orient fan expected to go 5-for-5 five five at the beginning of the season. At Josh34486, good win today. Very professional performance throughout the 90 minutes. Keep it up, boys. Well done on Soccer AM, Josh. And next time you see us, come and say hello. Oh, yep. yeah, so that's, sorry, that's us. Yeah, yeah. so sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, that, so good. I'm, he I missed was part, of the, he was part of the Soccer AM fans of the week, so well done to you all. How did um, they do in the penalty thing? Did you see? I did see it. I've got it recorded. I haven't watched it yet. But um, well done for doing it. You look, you look like you had a great time. I've seen a lot of photos on Facebook and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, and give us give us an email. Let us know how it was and we'll try and feature you a bit next week. Yeah. Um, at Sam Harbour 97 said, great team performance today. Everyone put a shift in. Just hope we stay injury free. Hashtag top of the league.
Yeah, at Ben LOFC, superb result today, stopping a team with an amazing away record. Our club is back. Everyone involved deserves credit. Yeah, and at Steve Cab, one two one, said solid performance today, especially Moore, Essam, and Shaw. Still, we are the top scorers in the country. Along with Man City, I believe. Oh, no, we are, no, the, we top are the top scorers, scorers yeah, yeah. yeah. So, thanks to at S. Churchill, at Glen LOFC, and at Ben LOFC for your Orient Unbeaten shot videos and tweets from Stratis Boy at sorry, at Stratis Boy, at El Coado, at Kai Showing, all toasting the O's on Saturday night. Our video was done just before we yeah. started recording this, so you can check that out on our timeline. We're not shirking responsibility, but if you're underage, we don't want you to be doing <laughs> stuff like that. Drink responsibly. Uh, Drinkaware.co.uk. <laughs> uh, and for those that haven't seen this, uh, he's just on it, isn't he, Bichetti? Bichetti is loving it. absolutely yeah. loving it now. Um, he was photographed after the match with his Orient shirt on, and I have to say, I saw Alessandro after the match. Yeah. They're wearing their Orient shirts, un- like with their suits. Yeah, yeah. Rocking it is, with the blazer. Yeah, rocking it with the blazer yeah. and the trousers. I'm really loving that. Very boy band esque. And they did that at Dagenham as well. Yeah, yeah. They walked in, like you meant to be sort of, sort of smartish, I think, with this hospitality. And they rock up in suits with Orient shirts Love on it. underneath. It's Love bizarre. it. Um, he's got Francesco 10 on the back. Hope he paid his uh, £47. Pounds. Bloody hope so. Uh, plus whatever it costs for the yeah. for the name on the back. <laughs> uh, he seems so much more engaged in everything this season, which is a, an absolutely fantastic sign. Absolutely. I saw Barry Hearn's 15-plate Bentley in the car park oh, as well, you? so he's turning up a little bit more this season yeah, as absolutely, well. Absolutely, absolutely. So we won, league position. We are first. We're still top of the league. We played five. We are top of the league. Played five, one five, drawn zero, lost zero, zero. Goal difference of ten. That's immense. Plus ten. Plus ten. Yep. Point fifteen. Amazing. First in League Two. So Hero of the Week. We tweeted about it. We asked your views. We've listened to you, but we wouldn't listen to anyway. I think it's a unanimous thing across the board. It's Jay Simpson. Well done, Mr. Jay Simpson. Well done, fella. Um, So positives and negatives. I'll do the positives. No, you do the positives, and I'll do the negatives. Okay, uh, so positives this week that we're picking out, 100% record intact, uh, another clean sheet, which means another £20 for Prostate Cancer UK from yeah. uh, Mr Matt Simpson, yeah. so keeping that up, well done, yep. what are we up to now, 80 quid? No idea. 60 quid? It'll be about 60, 80 quid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the feeling around the club is another positive. The atmosphere, the attitude and togetherness of the players. And you can see when they're getting substituted, yeah, the yeah, players yeah, are running smart. over to, yeah, yeah. to congratulate them and well played. So, loving that. Absolutely. The only negative <laughs> is the Baldry injury that he picked up. So, it doesn't look likely um, that we'll play Tuesday. We'll be playing Saturday. Yeah. Um, so, hopefully that isn't too bad. And that's the only negative. Uh, which, which is great because last season we had more negatives than yeah, positives absolutely so we are returning our goal of the month competition launched it last year and because we were doing so poorly we kind we of lost it, it. it yeah we lost it essentially we lost it because it just wasn't worth doing it seemed a bit ironic that we were trying to celebrate the old consolation goal here and there yeah. <laughs> while we were getting beat it's a bit rubbish so we, back. we're going to bring it back now yeah. so in true match of the day style yeah. let's, let's, old school style yeah let's, let's kick it old off old school style For our August goal of the month, the first is Dean Cox's free kick scorcher versus Dagenham, a 30 yarder top corner, beautiful goal. Second, Blair Turgot versus Stevenage, a beautiful move. Palmer to Moore, Moore to Clehesi, Clehesi to Turgot, boom, goal. amazing goal. That went viral, that. That was amazing. <laughs> um, and last goal, Jay Simpson versus Newport, back to goal, one touch, shimmy, 
massive to the back of the net. Weird, as my old Arsenal supporting friend noticed, there was very little backlift on the shot and it's got all that power in his left foot. Amazing. So we want your tweets. We'll announce the winner on next week's podcast. So get involved, give us a tweet or DM us or give us an email about your choices. We'd love to hear from you and it should be quite a close one, I reckon. My expectation is Turgut will win it, but I, that cox free kick was something else as well. So this week, the transfer window closes on Tuesday night. Uh, for me, it will still be an amazing coup if we hold on to Dean Cox. There's not been much speculation around him, but he's a very good player for League Two. Some rubbishy rumour on some rubbishy transfer rumour site saying, no, MK Don's oh, 525 rubbish. grand, but even Dean came out and said yeah. it's rubbish. So, rubbish. And he said to Dave Victor, as I've said before, he's saying, yeah, yeah. I'm not going anywhere, I'm here, I've committed my future, which is great. Yeah, and obviously more signings. Payne is still uh, being touted for me. <sighs> I'm not sure. Well, someone like Payne rocked the boat. The team seems so well kind of equipped and spirit seems great. Payne will come in for big money on big wages if he comes in. Will that disunite the players? That's my only concern with Payne. Yeah, but we do lack strength in depth we on do, the bench. We do in midfield. In midfield, yeah. We lack options. If we get two injuries, what, what we, we do doing? in midfield, I think the front line's okay. Maybe another defender. But... Yeah. But but that's the point. Is yeah, if we have Baldry out and Dunn's covering that, absolutely. and Lloyd James gets injured, what what? Absolutely, and obviously we, we don't all expect Jovi to probably be Go. gone. Yeah, that's the expectation. But we'll see what happens. Obviously, we'll try and bring it to you as it happens live on the Twitter sphere. So fixtures next week. So we have a Tuesday night game. So we've got Luton Town away on Tuesday in the JPT. Seven fifteen kick off on that. Seven fifteen. Yeah, reduced rates as well. Pretty good prices actually. Yeah, I think I might try and get to that. Yep. So if you can get there, get get down there. Um, I think we'll see Cash get start that. I think we'll see Palmer. I think Maguire. I think Granger will probably end up starting that match. And yeah. Give him a good prep for Exeter. I think yeah. It needs to be him. Luton yeah. have made a poor start this season. They have, it? yeah. Um, they were touted to be one of the big ones this season. They lost 2-1 at home yesterday to Portsmouth and a 22nd. For me, um, JPT would be nice to run in it, but I'm not really that fussed by it. It'd be nice to go to Wembley, but it's not to be on Endel. Yeah. Uh, it'd be very strange seeing Scotty C. Line Do you know what? As a free opposition One of the difficult starts. things will be to tell who the difference between Scotty C and Sean Glahesse. Because <laughs> yeah. they do look alike, don't they? Absolutely, absolutely. So um, next Saturday then we've got Exeter away. They're 13th in the league at the moment. I think they were quite unlucky over yeah, the weekend. Yes, they were. It'll be a difficult um, game, Exeter away. They yeah, play good style of football. Yeah. Good manager they've got as well. For, for years. So yeah. they've won two, drawn one, lost two. They've got a minus two goal difference and they're on seven points. So... Uh, a very dangerous team to watch. I don't think you can really take anyone for granted because they'll all come and play a game. Yeah, great point. Yeah, they're not going to play hoofball like we thought they would. Great point. So this podcast is going to be a lot longer than what we thought it would like be. About 15 yeah. minutes longer. So thanks for joining us for these 15 minutes for episode 43. It's been another great week for us and the Orient. Uh, the unbeaten run continues and now it's five from five and we are already starting to pull away from other clubs around the playoff zone, which is great. Brisbane Road has been rocking and the passion and enthusiasm not only from the fans but also from the players seems to be sky high. So on Saturday we had another good performance, another clean sheet, and we go into next week with two tough games that Hendon will have prepared for. Will any more players arrive? Will any more players leave? Will we progress in the JPT? Will we make it six out of six? We'll be back with episode 44 next week with all the information and views that you could ever need. We look forward to hearing from you. And as always, have a great week. Keep calm. Stay safe. Stay Listen safe. to the Orient Outlook podcast. And thanks for everybody for, for listening. Absolutely. Up the O's. Up the O's.